Welcome back to Tea Talks. I'm your host, Ethan Turr, and my co-host, Tim O'Connor, are here today. We have special guest Alexa Roselle, and this is part two of our episode four. So thank you for coming back, listening to the second part. We're going to be talking about some election stuff, some reality TV. We've got a lot of other interesting topics just going down memory lane. So stick around. Thanks for staying. Joe Biden is president, so we all win. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank goodness. We should we should segue into politics. I haven't really talked about it. I've just, like, celebrated. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your statement. That's, that is yeah, nice. I would not have come on this podcast if it went the other way. I'd still be mourning. How, what do you guys do to celebrate? <laughs> that's, that's the important question, right? What do we do to celebrate or did yeah, we do? And we got the news on Saturday. Today's Monday, so... What did you do in the meantime from like then till now? Um, Well, I was with my best friend. And so we were watching the news for the first two days that I was staying with her. Like literally our face was faces were in our phones and we'd be like, Oh, we got 1000 more votes in Georgia. (laughs) Like literally watching it as it inched towards victory. And then we found out we cried, we screamed and then proceeded to drink. (laughs) (laughs) How we celebrated. It's a great way to do it. I I shared in the drinking um, with a friend on uh, Zoom because I didn't see her in person. But it was wild. Like we were just talking about it, trying to think of a worst case scenario of, oh, if Trump wins, what happens? Like what happens to the rights? What happens to, you know, the the globe and their reaction to the U.S.? Um, And then Georgia won. And then uh, I think Michigan got it. Wisconsin got it all in a row and that was like some of the most relieving things i've heard uh so it was great also drank yeah i had a lot of drinks that were had (laughs) Um, what about you yeah i mean my mom my sister wanted to like go to the park on saturday (laughs) so (laughs) i know it's it's i didn't really do anything that crazy because i'm still staying at home with my family and not trying to get COVID. So um, most of it was like me getting high or me getting drunk and um, just not being as worried about the world for once, you know, (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Yeah, that's definitely a bit of a relief. Yeah, right. You can like sleep a little easier knowing that Trump's not going to watch something on Fox News and then press the red button. That's like, that was my worst fear for like four years. Uh, It's horrible. Um, I think mostly I'm just excited for like there to hopefully be less hate and just horrible things said. And I feel like he really affected our culture as a country. And, you know, at the end of this four year period, it's just exhausting. And it's really been sad, I feel like to see. And I'm hopeful that with new leadership, we'll start supporting each other and and listening to each other and not just saying whatever comes to mind so you know i just i would like love to be spread not hate that's really that's why i'm so excited what's super interesting is i think biden agrees with you because during his uh inauguration or him you know congratulating himself on the win he was talking about how the biggest thing he wants to be is like the healing president he wants to heal uh, and right now, that's really what America needs. We've been so separated, so galvanized to, to hate. Um, Donald Trump did a really great job of make America hate again. And now it's time to make America great again. No red hats, though. No red hats. I just remembered uh, something that I did to celebrate. <laughs> I actually posted a TikTok of myself doing my Trump impression. And I had fun, like, being Trump and conceding. That was like my favorite thing I did was like, (laughs) this is what Trump would do if he conceded, you know, like it would look really dumb and he would not want to do it. And that's what I posted on TikTok. So um, yeah, that was, that was kind of fun. I'm definitely going to go watch your TikToks after this. What's your handle? What's your TikTok handle? It's just my name. I'm not creative. Like Teet Talks. <laughs> it's just <laughs> Ethan Turr and then all my stupid content. Um, 
I'll, I'll give I'll give some of my our teeters a, a taste of my Trump impression. Um, let's see. Oh, he's breaking out the red hat and the wig, guys. Oh my gosh! <laughs> really Whoa, why are you taking off your pants, man? <laughs> what are you talking about? This is like Boris Johnson. All right, there you go. Whoa, close that drawer. We don't want to see that. <laughs> uh, just oh so everyone knows, this is my McDonald Trump again hat with my Trump wig. Um, Tim and I got these hats together. Do you, I think, right, you were there. There was like an HBO yeah. uh, stand on Dexter Lawn. They're giving away free like swag. And so I got a bunch of like Game of Thrones socks. And then this was the last John Oliver make Donald Trump again hat that they gave away. So yes, now it's funny. See, that's the, that's the thing about this impression, just for the record, it wasn't funny until he lost. <laughs> <laughs> like if he had won i would have just retired the whole thing because it's just not funny anymore it's like sad but now it's funny because he's just like in the past okay hey teeters i'd like to thank you for coming to my tea talk it's me the former president donald j trump i don't lose i don't concede but if you want to watch my tiktok more than happy to let you do that you know tiktok should be banned but in the meantime, come watch my my videos. <laughs> <laughs> okay. At the very end, you Facial when express. you started giggling. Like <laughs> I had to anyways, we can move on from the election stuff. <laughs> uh, you need to post your TikToks to your Teet Talks Instagram. Uh, yeah, I don't know if Tim wants to be associated with my TikToks. <laughs> yeah, go for it. TikTok. It's, my mom doesn't check this, so it's okay. I'm going to send your mom a special video of me as Trump and uh, see if she starts watching us. She, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to call it my fan, but someone may have voted for Trump in the house. Okay. I have other current events that I think Alexa would appreciate talking about. Um, do you still watch Bachelorette? <laughs> I am not watching this season. Okay. I, because it got spoiled before it started. So it's Claire is the bachelorette, and then they spoiled that she decides she loves one man. And so she exits the show, and then Tasha comes in, who I do actually really like Tasha. I, I, so I have been watching The Bachelor before I watched her in Bachelor in Paradise and The Bachelor. Um, I just didn't want to get involved. Like, I just felt like, why watch the season if you're going to get started with someone and then she's going to leave and then someone's going to show up. I just didn't feel like getting into that. <laughs> you were smarter than I. <laughs> oh. uh, I don't think Tamita... So is Tasha on yet? Yes. That last episode, um, they brought her on. Claire is now with Dale. Um, it was wow. like, I know they were teasing it the whole time, but it just wasn't satisfying. Like we actually, was it Katie? I think, no, Alexa, you invited me to a bachelor or bachelor at watch party in the law. Yeah, it was me. And so I was like, that was my first like exposure to the show. And then my mom and sister like basically pressured me to watch it with them um, while I was here. So I like have a love hate relationship with it, mainly hate. <laughs> I feel like if you- Everyone does. <laughs> yeah i know but this one was especially awful um so major spoilers but like why even waste your time on a show like that like just go on 90 day fiance if that's what you want to do <laughs> oh my gosh my mom has been watching that so i've actually watched kind of a whole season of that show and i thought that was ridiculous i was like what is 90 day fiance how does anyone decide to be engaged in 90 days and then she was like, no, it has to do with getting a visa and coming over and, and green card or whatever. Um, and so it's that period of time when you're in the United States, I guess, but you don't technically have approval to, to be married and get your green card for the person who's not an American citizen. And it's this whole thing. But these people on this show, it's not like they pick a bunch of people who are already Instagram famous and gorgeous and not that they're not beautiful, but they're really random people <laughs> it's very interesting 
Yeah. Um, I'm quite a reality TV person, though. I feel like watching other people's crazy lives makes me feel better about mine. Do you That's have like I... a tier list of <laughs> reality TV shows aside from like Bachelor, Bachelorette, 90 Day Fiance? Oh, those do not make the top. I feel like. Whoa. Um, I really like shows like uh, there's a show called Big Brother. And basically, they just put 16 people in a house together. And then it's have you ever heard of Survivor? Yes. The reality show. It's yeah. basically a similar concept. It's a competition show. So you're trying to stay in the house the longest. And someone wins the power for the week and puts two people on the block. And then the whole house votes. And there's a bunch of competitions. And But it's a bunch of, it's like gameplay and strategy and making alliances. And it's so interesting. And it's on every single summer. It just finished, actually. They did it in quarantine because it's, I mean, it, it passes the COVID test because they just pretty much lock people up in a house um but i love that one that's my favorite and i would love to be on it one day because i think i think i could win it's kind of like playing a real life version of avalon (laughs) oh my god that takes us (laughs) back to those avalon nights i know (laughs) yeah have you guys been playing among us i feel like that's kind of similar as well ethan and i played a bit yeah it's I don't really like playing with like the public games. I feel like when you have like your own set of friends that play together, it's more fun. Um, so I, I haven't played as much now, but Tim and I tried to play it a while back, like maybe a month ago. So it's fun. Do you, do you play with your friends, Alexa? Do you have like a... I played recently because I was in Yosemite um with friends from college. I was with um, Eli and Rashab and Nick and then one of Nick's friends. So we played because we were in person. And so it was fun because I feel like, yeah, I don't like playing with strangers. I don't like the typing feature. So I need to be able to like talk to someone in person and yell at them. It just, it's not quite as much fun as, as other games. So I think yeah. I could like it if I were in a big group and that's what we were doing, but it's not my first choice. Do you remember when we used to play Avalon together at the Palm House? And I think <laughs> you and Eli were like the most like outspoken <laughs> in terms of well, like- We were always- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, I would agree. We were always bad because in that game, you're either, you're given a card and you're either good or you're bad, but no one knows. And I always picked up the same card and I called her the bad bitch, but she was the assassin and she's in every game. So even if you do variations, she was always in it. And I always got her and like the odds of that happening were so low, but it didn't matter. And so because I got her so often, people just assumed I was going to be bad, even if I wasn't. So I couldn't play a quiet game because I'd open my mouth once and people would be like, oh, don't want to listen to you. You're bad. it's just funny like the dynamics of the group like because you get like set in roles like whether you're good or bad you're always like the same type of um, personality like you're always like like the most activist person who's like trying to stick up for yourself or like you're just like Tim and you're like what do you say I'm the I'm the imposter (laughs) what did you used to say Merlin (laughs) I'm I'm Merlin yeah you just like start off the game with I'm Merlin and then (laughs) everyone always knew he was full of shit the whole game until that one time when I was Merlin and no one believed me. <laughs> oh, was that I know, you really, that was your fault on that one. <laughs> I, was, I, I certainly cried wolf a little more than I should have. <laughs> I've, Those like, are fine times. I bought Avalon. I've tried to play it with like other groups and it just doesn't work. Like you need like those types of people who like get it and like are active. Otherwise it's just like a very sad, quiet game of people like, not getting it so I just kind of gave up on the game but I, I had a lot of fun playing with you and that whole group palm house group whatever yeah that was legendary I feel like I mean just coming downstairs like every few offens and you know sitting at the table and just chilling and playing a game I think that was nice yeah there was so much energy I felt like in that house um 
but obviously don't want to reminisce too much because the future is still like 60 years of, of fun life. Um, but I think we should all try to reenact that Palm House vibe or that energy that everyone gave off, you know? Is that too? I think it's a thing now too, where people are, because of the pandemic and because people are becoming more and more displaced from where they were living before, groups of people are doing kind of short-term living together in houses. So a group of 10 friends is picking a place somewhere random like Seattle and they're finding a house and they're living there for a month or two, um, which is kind of like a short-term version of what, what Palm House was. So it's been really, I've, I, it's been interesting to see how many people are doing that. Kind of feel like I missed the chance to do that now that it's holidays and, and whatnot. But I think it's a cool idea, like people, spending time there's something about being around people who are like-minded and work a similar way and you can encourage people emotionally or in your work or whatever it is and just have that friend group right there yeah it's kind of like a staycation right like you're with <laughs> a different group of people but you're like having fun together in a new place new environment tim and i kind of did that in the airbnb but yeah i've seen yeah. groups of people that do it in like I thought like 10 or 12 people staying in like a big house. And that sounds more like college to me. <laughs> I think with the right crew, it could be really fun. You know, like if we get some, like you said, like-minded, uh, it can't be like everyone with different schedules and stuff. You can't have, you know, three people who hate the outdoors and five who like love hiking. Like that's, that's going to be a bit of a situation. Um, or you can, you know, I don't want to restrict any teeters lives, but. Maybe we can all go on like a, a trip, Yosemite, Tahoe, Oregon, China. Yeah, well, now that Oregon is- Oh, they got bigger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oregon, right. We could have some fun times in Oregon. It's legal now, right? To do anything. <laughs> Literally every yeah, drug. Yeah, every, everything you want to do. <laughs> we don't even have to like go that far. Like we're all in California. You're in um, like Northern California, both of you. So like going to Oregon probably isn't as- hard to do so just find the, the closest airbnb that like is in oregon boundaries that's that's where you set up your next uh <laughs> vacation <laughs> yeah what's that first town like Asheville? we used to go on field trips there oh really in oregon that's crazy yeah. mm -hmm. it's like the first town i mean not obviously there's many first towns but it's the first town i, I drove into <laughs> in oregon <laughs> I've never gone to Oregon. I've, I've had to stop in Oregon for a flight um, because there was like something happened with like birds and migration up in the north. And so the pilot literally said, hey, there's a bird issue. Uh, and we had to land for, for like 30 minutes and then continue onwards to Washington. It's the strangest flight of my life. <laughs> Did they wait for the birds to fly by? I, <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. 30 minutes is a long time for waiting for birds. So it had to be like a bird like pattern, maybe like flies in the air. Maybe the bird hit the plane. Not sure. Hmm. Uh. I took a, an aerospace class when I was in or yeah, when I was in college and we learned a lot about planes, obviously. And they talked about how they test planes and to check if the plane will still be able to fly. If it's, flock of birds flies into it they throw frozen chicken carcasses at the plane like the I don't know if it's the engine or the thing that goes like this in a circle frozen <laughs> noise. Chicken? they throw like hundreds of chicken carcasses at the plane to make sure that it can keep running and it you know crushes the the birds as it goes through you did this as part I of know. the class I learned that we did not actually throw chicken carcasses at a plane. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. I, I took that class, I think. I don't remember them teaching that. <laughs> I, I think I took the same class too. I definitely do not remember that. <laughs> that was like I mean, that's point. one of those classes people did not show up to, or you showed up and you didn't pay attention because all the answers for the quizzes was online. Mm. There were quizlets like by the chapter. Oh, I remember looking that up. Yeah, it was... Uh, it was the the old guy who built the FA-22 or something like that. It's like right. really distinguished professor. 
like a des- descendant from the Wright brothers or something. Yeah, he would always talk about that too. <laughs> I remember he wrote the book for the class and then required that you buy a book that's new because you needed a unique barcode. Ethan, you were the one who went, oh my gosh. And then Ethan went to the like university and contested this and got it cleared so we didn't have to do this, but no one knew it was Ethan. And he just told it to me one day, but I knew someone had gone and complained about it. And he's like, yeah, that was me. (laughs) (laughs) I just forgot about that. I haven't shared this story publicly, just so you know. <laughs> Partly because I don't want like this Wright Brothers dude to like come after me. No, so what happened was, I mean, that was basically it. But I basically stopped him from collecting like millions of dollars from his own students. Like that's what that's what he was trying to do. He's, he started a scheme where for 20 years or whatever, he never required you to buy a book. And then all of a sudden he requires you to buy a book, his own book that he wrote, and then you can't buy it used from previous students. And so basically you're like stuck buying it new every quarter in perpetuity. And so I thought that was wrong. And so I went to Ombuds, which was like the place you go to like tell them that teachers are being bad. And I said anonymously, hey, this guy is like trying to make a bunch of money off students and it doesn't seem ethical. And they looked into it, basically told him he's not allowed to do that. And that they stopped him from requiring to like students to buy the book. And so then because it, it wasn't going to be as economical for him to offer it used, you know, like every, every quarter, like, so he just like retired. (laughs) So I basically not only messed up his scheme single-handedly, but I also like forced an early retirement because he didn't want to like teach anymore unless he was making money off his students. Well, now I feel bad about this. Well, they were really expensive. I think it was $150 for one book. At the time, there were two books you had to buy, and they were supposed to be two out of a set of four. So at one point, he was planning on collecting $600 from each student for one quarter of a class that was a totally just a GE. I mean, it wasn't a class I needed for my major. It's not really a class aside from fun facts. I'm not using it. <laughs> right. It, it was kind of crazy. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, I remember like my dad was in work for Lockheed and I was like, oh, this could be a cool, cool class because it's like space and aviation. And then after I took it, I was like, I barely learned anything. This class was dumb. <laughs> and then he was just trying to charge a bunch of money for a book. And I just I took issue with it. So I, I don't know. It's also something I learned from my mom is to stick up for myself and others. <laughs> so, uh, you definitely save that next class like a lot of money. Because I think, did you take that class your senior year or like your uh, junior year? Yeah, I was on my way out. It was supposed to be in like an easy A class. I think I remember that because I tried giving you my book and you were like, sure, yeah, let me try using this book. And I gave you like the notes, the flashcards, the answers. And then you were like, I got to buy this thing. (laughs) And at that point I was like, oh no, (laughs) he's going to admin. You had already taken the class and I was like, even easier, A, I don't have to do anything. (laughs) I'll just borrow everything Tim had done. And like, I think you bought the book. So I wasn't even planning on buying the book from you. But then he like required like a barcode. I was like, you know what? F that. (laughs) Anyways. um, Did you get an A by the way? Did you end up passing that or did you drop it later? I think I got an A. I don't know. He, I think I missed one of his quizzes and I got a low A or high B or something. I don't know. It, I honestly didn't care anymore. Went to your senior and I think I had a job lined up. I was like totally checked out of college at that point. For real. That last year was a blur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you, you had other reasons for having it be a blur but uh, <laughs> but alexa it was that was the same year that you graduated too right aside from like a few classes yep yeah i graduated yeah as, as we spoke we all sat next to each other i am gonna send you that picture after that <laughs> for proof so you can remember <laughs> yeah that'll be the picture we share on social media by the way when we like send Perfect. this out it's gonna be our our group selfie 
Um, but we will have to censor like Cam's face. Who else was in line? Rashab. Rashab was a year earlier. I, think I don't know some other people. James and Cam. Yeah, James. Just put like emoji smiley faces on them, or <laughs> or just cut out our faces and duplicate them on their faces. <laughs> I like that. Turn them into cats. Ooh, cats. That's great. I'll, I'll put um, Jeff Armstrong on one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan, you got a really funny story about theater. I think uh, you want to share with the public. Um, remember that time you went and watched Hamilton and then you saw someone who shouldn't have been there? What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, I mean, oh, nothing. No, nothing ever happened, right? Kit Harrington? Is that the story? Yeah, yeah. The time you yeah. guilt tripped Kit Harrington into <laughs> Hamilton. All right. I think Tim loses our trivia just on that statement alone. <laughs> <laughs> So Hamilton, the, the cast is all like like non-white people. Like so Ken Harrington would not have been part of that. Um anyways, the story is I'll keep it short, but I went to London like right after um my job didn't work out and I was like traveling Europe and I didn't realize that there were so many different theaters in London that if I didn't go to at least one that I'd be missing out on the experience. And so there's so many picked from. I was like, which one do I go to? And of course I picked the one starring Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones. Um, and that was like the worst play I've probably seen in a while. Like in, in terms of content, it was like two brothers arguing about like the dumbest thing. And it was like very low budget and there wasn't like singing. So I wasn't entertained in that sense. I was more entertained for like how star started I would like yeah, like I just felt like I was in the presence of like a celebrity. Um, and so at the end of the play, I was I asked them, I was like, so like, do we get to meet Kid Harrington? Like, is he staying around? And apparently there's a line of people, like everyone had the same idea. Everyone wants a picture with Kid Harrington. And so I get in line and the last person in line, because I didn't know that was a thing. And he like quickly, it must be in his contract or something that he has to take pictures with everyone. So he's like quickly taking selfies with each person. And it's like probably 20 minutes of him taking selfies. Finally, he gets to like my area in the back and he said groups only. So he wasn't even gonna take pictures of like single people anymore. Just like, let's take a group picture and I'm done. And so I'm like, oh no. <laughs> and so I started getting like panicky cause I'm like, I waited all this time. I watched this dumbass play for him. <laughs> and he doesn't wanna like take a picture. And so I basically like begged his assistant if like she could take the picture for me. And then she didn't know how to use my camera, gave it to Kit, Kit like holds it up. He thinks he's taking a picture, he's not. And he's like, figure this out. And then he starts running away. Like basically like a, like a, like a light jog, but like he's, he's out. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and so I'm like, the most begging I've ever done in my life probably was for that one picture <laughs> with Kit Harrington and he finally like concedes and he's like fine like and then I take it I look happy he looks like super pissed and I post on Instagram and that was like the highlight of my Europe trip and that was like the second day I was there <laughs> so anyways that and it's not a great story but I just begged a celebrity for a photo so <laughs> that's pretty amazing I mean you chased them down and everything that's gotta count for something Kit will always remember that by the way Sure. Yeah. I tagged him in the photo so that he would always remember it. He he yeah. has blocked you from all his events in the future. <laughs> you know what? After that, season eight came out and no one likes him. So I think it doesn't really matter. <laughs> it's worth it. Uh, okay. So is that story? Alexa, is there anything you'd like to talk about? I know we talked about that a lot, but is there anything you'd like to share for the class? <laughs> mm. I mean, I, I want to say yes. And I want to share a similar story about when I stood outside of a shitty play and begged someone for a picture, but I just don't, I just don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't prepared. <laughs> That's okay. Um, I hear Cats uh, is coming out next week on Broadway. You can, you know. Yeah, are they reopening more. it? <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who wants to go see Cats can go and get COVID for free. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
Yeah, the, the tickets cost a lot, but the COVID, that's free. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like, we, we've, like, had a lot. We did not talk about CP at all. Like, this whole conversation. I mean, it's not a requirement at all. No, we really could have walked down memory lane more. <laughs> I know. What Do you have, like, a favorite CP memory? Mm. Or college-ish? I feel like... I feel like my favorite CPE memories, plural, was any time we went and did a tour. Cause I think, cause we would go on these tours and stay somewhere overnight and we'd be with like a group of 20 people and we'd go do the business stuff during the day and see a bunch of really cool startups, which was really fun. But I feel like that whole experience and spending whatever, more than 24 hours with a group of people brought you so close with everyone. And then we all stayed in the same Airbnb I feel like that consistently was my, my favorite time. Cause I feel like you got to get to know, I mean, before I was an officer in my first tour ever, I feel like I just kind of got a lot closer to the people in the club. And I felt like I was part of the family at that point. And that was really the tipping point of, okay, I want to stay in this club. I want to be more involved. Um, yeah. And it was that, that I feel like is how we all became really close friends too. So I, I enjoyed that a lot. And I feel like we got up at 4am, drove three to five hours and then spent a whole day doing business stuff. And then we got to a Airbnb, drank ourselves silly, went to sleep and then woke up together. Like, I feel like there's just so many stories that we have throughout all those experiences. And it, it was just kind of a, never-ending fun time powered by coffee sleep exhaustion and later alcohol although Ethan you did all those sober which I don't know that I could have done I feel like I really needed to drink by the end of that first day yeah I remember I turned 21 on a CP tour and I still didn't drink (laughs) did you really where were we it was the one that ended up at James's basement. <laughs> oh, that was a good one, though. That one was the one where we, the original Airbnb was taken over by um, certain people, right? Like cultists or something, was that? Oh, I forgot. The people banging on the drums. There was a whole group of people in, because it was one of those Airbnbs where we had a singular room inside of a shared airbnb and there were 20 of us in one room so whoever plans this specific tour no shade but it it was not the best plan and we all piled into this room and we're making too much noise and so this group of people who were like playing on bongos and making their own form of noise got angry at us or no i think, I think they were making too much noise and we went to them that, Eli and then went to they them tried and... to they tried to fight Eli <laughs> and then they threatened to call the cops oh my gosh we had so many it's whenever the Airbnb doesn't work out which happened like three times on tours I've gone to mm-hmm. I thought it was like more memorable because not only do you have to like figure it out with like a group of 20 people but you also don't have a backup plan <laughs> this is like <laughs> totally college like vibes like we're like telling the story but I think the one that I'm talking about it was James was the VP of tours and the Airbnb host canceled on him as we're driving up there and so Mm. we got when we got there we tried to beg with them and they just like weren't interested in like hosting anymore and so we didn't have a backup plan and so James is like family graciously like let us stay at like their basement and so um, but that there was another tour where that happened where like we, checked, we got to the Airbnb and it was like a room with two beds and like these other people were like on acid. And like, I think um, Luke, do you remember Luke Fox? He took out like a samurai sword. They're going to like fight. Um, a like, taser oh, yeah. baton. Yeah, they're going to brawl out in the streets. And I was like, what is going on? That was a oh, conference, I, to... I think, right? Oh yeah, that was, that was HustleCon. And he grabbed a taser baton and walked towards the house because he was going to go and confront these people who were very much on drugs and banging on bongos. And I was like, um, no, you absolutely cannot 
carry a weapon into this Airbnb. They've already threatened to call the cops. We are in the wrong because we have way too many people for this tiny room. (laughs) I think I was probably the only female there. So I felt like I needed to be a very loud voice of reason because I think there was another weapon. Someone else found something in the back of his car, like a bat, all from his car, his van, I should clarify. Luke's van was wild. And so this was at like 1 a.m., I think. Uh, we're all tired. We just went to a full day conference in Oakland. Um, shout out HustleCon. Uh, and then Luke has like hundreds of weapons in his car. He has handcuffs. He has a, a machete, tasers, crazy stuff. And the reason I know this is not because I explore Luke's car, but at 1 a.m., a lot of us were just tired. We wanted to go home from San Francisco back to slow. And so me, Jeremy, uh, well, I think we called him Young Zuck, Young Zuckerberg. Um, I forgot Jeremy. His... Yeah. Do you, do you remember Jeremy? Yeah. He, he was in my wow group. <laughs> oh my God. He was, I hope he's done. Jeremy, if you're a listener to this, you're welcome on the show. Um, <laughs> but Jeremy was like, time, right? we went home and in Luke's car in the 1am, he's like, yeah, let's just drive to slow. We'll get there at like 4.30am. Um, and so we did just that. And as soon as I hopped in the car, Jeremy's like, Hey Tim, hold your hand out. I'm tired. I got my eyes half closed. I hold my hand out and Jeremy young Zuck clamps handcuffs on my wrist, one to me and one to him. And so we're just chilling in Luke's car. Jeremy's got a machete in one hand. Luke's driving, swerving left and right in the middle of the highway. This is at this point, it's like three 30. Like I'm handcuffed to young Zuckerberg. And so this is, this is a fun car ride all the way back home. And I slept and I missed like the next day, but good times. Why did you get in that car? (laughs) Dude, I just wanted to go home. <laughs> Jeez. I think we went are... to uh, James's house again. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Shout out James' parents. Wow. I, I have a different story to share. My favorite day in like CPE was like actually with Alexa and Eli. Um, we, it, you texted me about this, but it was, uh, we went to Big Falls. Um, and so Alex and I are on the same board and I think Eli was too. Anyways, we were, we were doing some like obligatory business school events in like the main auditorium. And like when we got there, we, we realized how like dumb it was. And so we just, as a group decided to ditch so that CP was not like represented there. <laughs> and so we were from ditching to a color run at the local high school. And so we like kind of just winged it and like started running in the color run with for free um and so we, we had just like jumped these, in yeah we just like started doing it and then we had like colors all over us and we went straight from that to taking cam's big like car and going to big falls which is like maybe like a 20 minute drive from there and we went cliff jumping i went cliff jumping for the first time on that trip and i remember having so much fun because it just was so unlike me at the time I was definitely out of my shell um, at that point, like just becoming more open to just doing whatever. And I just remember Alexa was there, Eli, and like, it was just a great day. Um, yeah, do you remember that that day? Alexa. That was so much fun. We did that, that was before your junior year started. So you had just moved into Palm House. And I remember, I forgot that we went to a conference that morning that we ditched and then hijacked a color run and just decided to show up for the part where they throw the color on you i'm positive because i definitely did not run for long in a color run that does not sound like me um and then do you remember so getting to big falls we had to drive we took our friend's car because it was bigger and we knew we had to drive partially through these like rivers that would run or i guess like streams of water would run through the road because it would it was a bumpy road that went up and down and you get these shallow parts where water would just fill in. So you were driving your car through water and it would like come up all the way to the windows. And so you had to keep the windows up. Otherwise you'd flood the car. We did flood the car by the way, and it had to be fixed afterwards and cost. Oh my God. But it was so much fun. But on the way back, I think you, put your body outside of the roof of one of the cars and you were just like having so much fun and you were bouncing back and forth but you're when you got out of the car at the end your ribs 
were bruised because you had been hitting the side of the car so much and didn't notice that you were bruising yourself <laughs> because you were having so much fun. Oh man, it, there's so I've gone back to that big falls like multiple times and I counted there's about 16 creeks you drive through and during that time when we went it was just after like a big rainstorm and so those creeks are not as big now as they were when we went as a group and so what you're describing is like flooding the car <laughs> like that was because of like the timing of it all with like the big heavy rain um and then the car itself had like a sunroof and so I was just like I think Eli was driving and I was just standing up standing up through the sunroof as he's driving through these giant creeks getting like splashed with water and then like every time like you hit the creek like there's a whiplash and that whiplash is why I had like the bruising on my like the sides of my body so totally worth it <laughs> I should look because I was sitting in the truck that was in front of that car I was in the back of the truck on the way back and I think I have video of you like flailing in the sunroof so I should see I'll send you that video yeah picture to Tim. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, yeah, Tim, you weren't digging. a part of this day, but um, I'm sure you had a good reason for what, whatever you were doing. <laughs> I was living vicariously through you guys, but it sounded like it was a great time. Uh, yeah, this is just, it was just a spontaneous, like, fun day. Like, I, nothing, like, really planned. It just went with it. I think you got in and out at the end, which is, like, the last part of it. So yeah, that sounds good. I know. Just, like, a full day of just great times. Um, I feel like that was kind of the start of us all hanging out a lot more too because that was right as Palm House was starting which I did not live in <laughs> but you guys did um, you ended up living there I mean just like how Eli technically doesn't live there you know like yeah that's true I, I spent actually I did spend probably a month and a half semi living there before I moved into my apartment which was that time so I guess I, I was living there at the time I don't want to like over, over consume your time. <laughs> I, this is so fun though. I, I don't know. Tim, Tim, what do you think? You're the co-host. I'm not having a good time. You know, Lex is just so boring. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. Getting to, okay. Getting I'll just go. And... <laughs> yeah, Ethan, boys only Alexa. This is billionaire boys club, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Listen, uh, if boys only meant I couldn't be there, then none of these memories would be in existence. Oh, TBH, Alexa, you were like the reason for a lot of these great memories. So thank you for cultivating our uh, college hood. I think this is really dope. I know. Oh, this wow. is fun. I feel like we haven't talked in so long, but there's so much we did for so long. Mm -hmm. It's crazy how you can like spend so much time. I guess it was two, three years that we spent a ton of time together. And then you go off and you do other things. And I haven't talked to you either of you much since we graduated but then it's easy to just pick it right back up yeah for real we should do this again sometime maybe it doesn't have to be like a podcast format but sure i'll catch up yeah i mean this is just fun for fun podcasts anyways <laughs> I, I, I know like i love it there's like no stakes here <laughs> like, that's why it's so fun uh, i love the image that you guys chose for your podcast it really very vividly showcases your friendship. Excellent job sourcing that. That, <laughs> that one was all Ethan. He found it and he was like, this is, this encapsulates our friendship. So I gave Tim a deadline. I was like, we're going to launch on this Saturday. And then because I'm, I don't work well unless I'm under pressure. I did everything on like Friday. So when I picked that photo, it was like, I had, you know, like Google photos, you can search by a person now. So I had searched for yeah. Tim and they gave it like, it gave me a list of every picture I'd ever taken with Tim. And so I was just like looking through all of them and we had taken these grad photos together where like we just were being silly and, you know, having fun. And that picture is actually bigger. The picture is Tim filling up a giant tequila bottle in the Oka Breezeway um, water dispenser. And so he's holding that. And then I'm like wrapping my arms around him, like giving him like one of those hugs that he's like, doesn't like. <laughs> and so I just cropped out the tequila and I just kept like our expressions for the logo or whatever. And um, I just thought it was like a funny That's moment. so good. 
Yeah, shout out to Lysander, by the way, who was taking those photos for us, um, for our grad photos. Yeah, big shout out Lysander. He's real, real great photographer, real homie, really good guy, you know. I just realized, remember Tim, so I, when you mentioned that on look by someone's face, for some reason, Tim's face shows up and all those photos ended up on my computer and eventually photos so i have these like headshots of tim on my phone wait what which i don't know if you can see that i don't know why is it so bright i see i see like the reflection of oh there it goes oh oh my god (laughs) (laughs) that's what i look like in college oh my god that's crazy that was started weekend wasn't it i think so startup weekend or the the time we were doing like portraits in the hallway I think it was started at week again is at my first tour. I'm going to. Oh, I'm really trying to figure out this angle thing. Anyways, that's such a feature because I can literally go back and look at our friendship and photos and it's very creepy. (laughs) That's honestly super sweet. I didn't know you had that. That's awesome. I need some headshots from a year ago. I got you. Yeah, Alexa, I'm looking for a new LinkedIn photo. Might want one of those with the hat on backwards. I, think I, I know you have so <laughs> hat on backwards, yeah. collared shirt. Remember we were talking about a selfie of us at graduation? Oh, you have it? Yeah. Oh, oh. there it is. See, you took this, Tim. I did? Oh, I'm in the front, huh? Yeah. yeah. What do you mean I didn't send you the picture? <laughs> <laughs> How do I not have this on my phone? Uh, yeah, lots of us actually. We took we took a couple selfies. Well, that's oh. a good one. That's just us. Yeah. Don't even need to crop someone out. Yeah. Right. No, James in the background. We want James though, so maybe we'll we'll include <laughs> the other one. Yeah, well, we'll have to get his. No, I miss yeah. James. Well, next <laughs> episode maybe we'll do uh, we'll do James potentially. Um, we promised my friend Lillian also a spot, so we got to do that sometime. Um, but yeah, Alexa, if you want to come back, you're always, always welcome. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm honored to have been your first guest. I know. How's it feel? Your historic moment right now. <laughs> I mean, I kind, I feel a little bit like a celebrity. I also kind of feel like mostly just a celebrity. I imagine this is what it feels like. Just people being like, hey, want to be a guest on our podcast? <laughs> this is the start. Now other podcasts are going to be like, wow, I want her on our podcast and I'm not even going to know them. You've begun my podcast guest career. Oh, yeah. You're going to be on My Favorite Murder soon, right? As the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. So. Thanks, Tim. <laughs> Rise to stardom, Alexa. <laughs> All it takes is a single bullet. That, that's the goal rise and fall <laughs> if, we, if we can get to my favorite murder status of a podcast that would be amazing <laughs> uh that's great well i'm glad you feel like a celebrity because you are a celebrity it's just your broadway career is just a little on hold with covid but as soon as it like gets back into gear we know you we know you got it and i'm going i'm on my way up broadway here i come Boom. Uh, and on that note um, how do we feel about maybe starting to wrap things up? I guess we, what's like a final thoughts for wrapping it up our first guest episode, but also just our fun catch up. It's really, I, I, I'll start. I really enjoyed our conversation. I think I'll end in a more sappy way. Um, I miss like our hangouts. Like we actually hung out a lot. Like when you think about it in terms of time, like we've spent so much time together with CPE living together just like existing in the same like wave like the same fields you know like for so long it's weird to not exist and like be in different like environments and then like come back and just like oh yeah I remember this like this is easy this is what this is what I remember in my mind college was like it was having fun and just enjoying each other's company so thank you Alexa oh this has been so much fun I feel like it's good to to catch up but it's kind of fun that it's a 
it's a podcast. So when I miss you now, instead of having to text you or call you, I'm just going to listen to this podcast over and over again. I'll just feel like we're, we're catching up <laughs> some more in my room. Yeah. But don't reach nice. out again. Just listen to the call. <laughs> yeah. You will never hear from me again. Cause I have all I need. I think I know this is, <laughs> this has been lovely and I miss you both very much. We really did spend a lot of time together. So it's good to spend a little bit more now and maybe we can do a trip or something and not record the whole thing so that I don't have to worry about what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be dope. Post COVID or something should, should definitely go yes. for it. Yeah. No. Do you remember we were talking about going like a grad trip together? Um, a cruise? Never worked out. There was like the Vegas idea and like that didn't pan out and then there was the cruise idea and I was pushing for the cruise. <laughs> I was pushing for the cruise as well because Vegas didn't sound good to me because I was only 20 and I didn't want to go to Vegas at 20 years old. Right. But a cruise, I felt like <laughs> there's no rules. You're on, you're in sea. So it's international waters, no drinking age. Yeah. Uh, another cruise idea that sounds yeah. horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so does the Vegas one, TBH. Yeah, we, we'll figure out it. Maybe Oregon Airbnb sounds like a good. Let's go time. to the woods where no COVID can find us. Oh yeah, Grizzly Flats. <laughs> it wasn't. That... Anyways, but uh, yeah, we should definitely hang out again. I think that'll be fun. Bring the old game back together. Snaps to that. Snaps. All right, Tim, any last words? Um, no, I think this was really awesome. Like, again, really miss you guys both. Ethan, like we always catch up. Uh, but Lex, it's been so long. It's so good to see you again. Uh, really, really miss both of you and all the times we had. So, yeah, would be totally down to, to revisit some of those college times. Um, and thanks again for hopping on this. I think it was really fun. Thank you. Awesome. I know. And now I'll be able to participate in the festivities. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers take... to that. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. Picks up his handle of Malibu. <laughs> a beautiful way to end a beautiful podcast. Sponsor us, Malibu. <laughs> Sponsor us, Malibu. And uh, what is that? White Claw? Kombucha? <laughs> White Claw. Yeah, the, kombucha. kombucha. Yeah. I believe 15% of proceeds go towards firefighters in California. Amazing. It's a good cause. So maybe don't sponsor us, but we should sponsor them. Yeah. <laughs> one, one kombucha at a time will sponsor them. Yeah. <laughs> Just that. Okay. Well, awesome. this has been real fun. See you all next time and um, stay safe out there. Yeah. Take care, <laughs> Teeters. Have a good one. Thank you, Alexa, very much. Bye, Thank Alexa. you. Bye. Bye. Peace.